0: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Mindset Edit. I'm your host, Victoria D'Ambrosio. I'm a mindset coach and public speaker, and I am so excited to be talking to you this week. If you guys know me and you know my content, you know that this episode has been a long time coming because in this episode, we're gonna start diving into perfectionism. And perfectionism is such a huge topic for me for a couple of reasons. Number one, personally, when I figured out what I was struggling with was actually perfectionism. My entire life changed. It was one of those really big mic drop critical moments you look back on and was a turning point for me. Um, and then, you know, a few months later, professionally, perfectionism was what changed the game for me when I started talking about it online. You know, it's really what catalyzed my success on TikTok. Um, you know, one of my posts went semi-viral and it got me a lot of attention, um, both from, you know, followers and the media. And from that, I, my life changed. I quit my job. I became a full-time mindset coach. And so there's just so much to unpack here with perfectionism. And you guys will probably see this if you haven't seen it already in my content, but I'm just so, so passionate about talking about perfectionism, driving awareness of, of it and helping people overcome it because it will truly, truly change your life. Like if you're a perfectionist, even if you don't know it yet, right? And so I implore you to please stay until the end of this episode. You are holding yourself back and, and you truly are the only one standing in your way, but you can't get out of your own way because of these mindset blocks. And they're tricky, they're tricky, right? Right. But when you can even get out of your way, even just a smidge, like I'm not even saying you have to go from being a perfectionist to being, you know, the complete opposite, the opposite of that to see change. Like if you can just like open the door, even an inch, you're going to open the floodgates and your life is going to become unrecognizable in the best way possible. And that is why I am so passionate about talking about this stuff because I've seen what this has done for my life. I've seen what this is doing with my clients and it's just such a big deal to me. And so with perfectionism, I have this, you know, kind of unique problem of, you know, obviously I work with my clients and work with people on overcoming perfectionism. But a big piece in my journey as well is educating people on what perfectionism actually is, because there's a lot of misconceptions about it. and I believe them for 25 years of my life, more or less, right? And so, it, again, like I said, it wasn't until I understood what it actually was that my entire life changed because myself and probably a lot of you, you know, I was, I was operating under the thought that a perfectionist was someone who did things perfectly. So I would sit there and be like, I'm not perfect enough to be a perfectionist, right? You guys might have heard, I know I've heard, you know, when you go up for a job interview and people say, what's your biggest weakness? You're supposed to say you're a perfectionist. Because that's your weakness. Because you just care so much, and you make sure everything's perfect, and all these things, and you just try really hard. That's your weakness. I remember just laughing to myself because I was like, not only does that a sound like a bunch of BS, but b, I was like laughing because I'm like, that is so not me. Like I am so not perfect enough to even pretend in an interview that I'm a perfectionist. I was like, I I procrastinate. I don't live up to all my potential. Like I I don't always, you know, do things perfectly. Like there's no freaking way in what world. And I remember thinking, I wish I was a perfectionist. I wish I checked things over 30,000 times so that there would never be a mistake, but I make mistakes. Sometimes I miss things. Not to say I wasn't trying hard, not to say I, I didn't care about my work, but I think you guys get what I'm saying with like those, you know, people who say they're perfectionists and they're so, you know, whatever. And so, That's a big piece. And that's what this episode is about. This episode is about driving awareness of what perfectionism actually is, the real true meaning of perfectionism. And in later episodes, you're going to hear me talking about perfectionism, different ways it might show up in your life, how it's holding you back, more details on the signs and symptoms. But this episode specifically, while we'll briefly touch on those things, is mostly to go through the definition of it. So we have that baseline similar to some of these other episodes that I'm putting out earlier on in this podcast series. So that going forward, we all understand that when I say the term perfectionist, I am not talking about someone who does things perfectly. Okay. So I want to read off a definition that I think defines perfectionism absolutely perfectly. (laughs) Um, And this definition is from Brene Brown, and Brene Brown, for those of you who are not familiar, is a shame and vulnerability researcher. If you're not familiar with her, I would highly recommend looking her up. Her her book, The Gifts of Imperfection, is when I realized I was a perfectionist, and I, you know, my life changed because every word in that book, I was just like, this is me to a a t, and I had no idea, because like I said, I thought you know, a perfectionist was someone who did does things perfectly. But anyway, Brene's definition of a perfectionism, perfectionist is, or sorry, perfectionism is, quote, perfectionism is the belief that if you look perfect and do everything perfectly, you can minimize or avoid the pain of blame, judgment, and shame, end quote. And that's what it is, right? So perfectionists are not perfect people or people who do things perfectly, but rather, Perfectionists are people who feel ashamed that they're not perfect. And as a result, they self-sabotage. And we'll get into that. And so I think the confusion comes in is because the word perfect is in perfectionism, right? And so we think, well, that means it's being perfect. But it's called perfectionism because the way we are trying to protect ourselves from shame and judgment is by trying to appear perfect to other people. Because in our minds, we think that if we're perfect, then we are worthy of love and acceptance. And us perfectionists live off of external validation. <laughs> yeah. So take a second, maybe rewind, repeat if you need to reiterate those, uh, new, that new definition to yourself. Because it, it, it could be a mic drop moment, right? And so, like I was saying, as a perfectionist, you believe that it's shameful to not be perfect, right? You think you have to be perfect, but you also think being perfect should be natural and effortless. Like if you have to try to be perfect, you're not, no. That's a, that's a hard no, that's a pass, right? So not only do you think you should be perfect, but being perfect should just be easy and natural and you should never have to put in effort, okay? Perfection is equate effort with inadequacy, right? So I want you to think back. Have you ever quit something because you just weren't good enough? And you're well, if I'm not good enough, then I'm just going to quit while I'm ahead. And it's either that you think there should be no effort at all. Like just naturally, I should understand really, you know, naturally I should be able to swim really, really well. Or there's like this socially acceptable bar of effort that you've created in your mind for how much you're allowed to, you know, work for something. And if you pass that, then it's too much, right? So for example, you can see this a lot in academics, maybe you're a math major and you think that, yeah, you shouldn't, maybe you won't know how to do math, like, until you learn it, but you think you should only have to read the chapter once to be able to do all the problems at the end of the chapter. If you have to go back and read that chapter 10 times, then you're not smart enough and you shouldn't be a math major, because if you were good enough, you should have been able to do it without reading the chapter or only reading the chapter once, right, equating effort with inadequacy. And so, Perfectionists want everything to be perfect. And so we will avoid putting a real effort into anything that might be imperfect. Because what happens is we don't, we fundamentally believe we're not good enough. That's the big problem, number one. And if we do something imperfect and we make a mistake or we don't achieve things fast enough or good enough or whatever, then we will use those results as evidence and make that proof and say, yeah, see, I wasn't good enough. And that's confirming our greatest fear that we're not good enough. See, we believe, like I said, fundamentally that we're not good enough. And then we're going to find examples in our lives that, that we aren't good enough to prove ourselves true. Because we're always trying to prove ourselves true, even though consciously we think we're, you know, we don't want that. And so we're going to avoid situations where we might turn out not good enough, right? So we hold ourselves back. We either don't try at all or we try very minimally, right? Because if you don't try, you can't fail. That's the perfectionist's biggest fear, fear of failure. Because you make failure mean something about your worth. If you failed at something, you weren't good enough. You're not worthy of love. You're not worthy of acceptance. Okay. So perfectionists, here's, here's the kicker. There's a lot of kickers. I'm probably going to say that a lot, but perfectionists, we believe we're not good enough, right? You're like, I'm not good enough for anything, blah, blah, blah. Like fundamentally you believe you're not good enough, but there's a piece of you that thinks you have a lot of potential. Uh, I want to know, DM me. I can hear you guys all being like, wait, what? But also you agree with me right? You like fundamentally don't think you're good enough, but also you think you have a lot of potential to achieve all your goals. (sighs) Isn't that, isn't that the (laughs) fun part, right? And that's why you're here. And that's why you're listening to this podcast. And that's why you're into self-development because of that piece of you that knows you have potential, right? You might be getting stuck. You might be standing in your way, but you know, you have potential. And there's a piece of you that wants to live up to that potential. There's a piece of you that's tired, of getting in your own way and that's why you're here and that's why you're listening to me and you do have potential and you are good enough and you are capable of achieving all of these great things if you get out of your own way, right? And you know that, so keep listening to that voice in your head, keep pushing forward, it's there. You just have to do the work to kind of uncover the rest of it, right? And so I want you guys to understand that perfectionism is a mindset, right? And a mindset is, you know, the culmination of your current thoughts and your current beliefs. And the good news is that you can change your thoughts and beliefs. Yes, that might take time and energy and effort, and it may not happen overnight, especially for thoughts and beliefs that you've been repeating and you have had ingrained for 10, 15, 20, 30 years, but you can change them. It's 100% possible, I promise. I couldn't have been more of a perfectionist. So I feel confident in saying that if I can get out of my own way, so can you guys, I swear, all right? And so if you guys are familiar with the terms fixed and growth mindset, right? Which was coined by uh, Dr. Carol Dweck. You can read her book, Mindset, if you want more info on that. But perfectionists have a fixed mindset. So in a fixed mindset, you believe that your talents, abilities, and intelligence are fixed, meaning they cannot be changed. And that is where this whole effort equals inadequacy thing starts to come in, right? Because you don't think they can change. You don't think there's growth. You either are or you are not. You are either good enough, smart enough, fast enough, pretty enough, whatever, or are not. Whereas in the growth mindset, you don't believe that it is either one or the other, right? Your talents, abilities, and strengths are not stuck in this like one level. You can level up, you can grow. So you might start on level one and then you can move to level 10, right? Or you might start on level five and you move to level 10, whatever it is. Whereas perfectionists think if you're on level five, you just you're just on level five, <laughs> like that's it, okay? And so when we talk about overcoming perfectionism and changing your perfectionist mindset, What I'm talking about is moving from the perfectionist mindset into the growth mindset, all right? Growth mindset is where you don't fear failure because you see failure as one step closer to your success, okay? And with this, guys, I I just want to reiterate, perfectionism is a mindset. You can change your mindset. I don't want you listening to this episode and being like, well, Victoria said, I'm a perfectionist and I'm just going to get in my own way and I do all these things and I self-sabotage. Therefore, I'm, I can't achieve my goals because I'm a perfectionist. Like I'm doomed. No, I don't want you to use this as like a, a label that you use to limit yourself and use as, as an excuse not to achieve your goals. I want you to use this to inform you. Oh, I have a perfectionist mindset therefore I need to do certain things to overcome my perfectionist mindset. Therefore I need to change some of the advice other people who don't struggle with perfectionism give me because it doesn't apply or it doesn't really work for perfectionists, right? Like the advice, just don't worry. No one's perfect. It doesn't work for a perfectionist because intellectually, yeah, we understand there's no such thing as perfect. Nobody's perfect, blah, blah, blah. We get it, but fundamentally we still care, right? There's, a whole bunch of advice like that. Or it's like if you want to start a side hustle and people are like, well, just have all your friends and family start following you while before you build a following. A perfectionist who struggles with, um, you know, fear of failure and fear of judgment and a strong need for external validation is not going to want their friends and family to follow them on their Instagram account where no one else follows them. That's, they would rather, this was me, by the way, Like I started a secret TikTok account. No one I knew followed me. My friends didn't even realize until like way down the line, right? Because I would rather put my head through the wall than have my friends and family follow my account that had no followers, right? Because I'm so, you know what I mean? And so I just want you to remember that it is a mindset and you can change it. It's not to limit you or put you in a box, but it's to inform you so you can then take actions to, You know, work with your perfectionism while you're simultaneously trying to overcome it, if that makes sense. Okay. So just don't use this label to limit yourself. That's really what I'm trying to get through here. Now, like I said, we're ashamed that we aren't perfect. And I think some people think that's a good thing. They're like, oh, so it like motivates you to be perfect because you have this drive to be perfect. But ironically, that's like the actual opposite of what happens is because we're so afraid of not being perfect and the consequences that we're giving ourselves in our brain if we fail or we are not perfect, that it doesn't motivate us to be perfect, but instead it motivates us to, it keeps us small, right? We don't want to put ourselves out there. I always say perfectionists are lurkers, like we're not the first one to raise our hands in class because what if our answer is wrong? Then the whole class is going to think we're stupid, right? Like we will not, we don't strive to be perfect and we don't make, you know, efforts because what if we fail? So we either don't go after our goals and our dreams at all because if we don't start, we can't fail or we hold ourselves back and we put in minimal effort, right? Here's why we will put in minimal effort. We never want to feel like we're not good enough right? So perfectionists in all of these different ways in which we sneak, we're so sneaky how we self-sabotage sometimes, but we'll always shift the blame. So here's how that works with playing small. If you play small and you achieve your goal, you're going to be like, great, that's awesome. I barely put in any effort or I got it. I win, whatever. I was good enough. But if you only put in, let's say 40% effort on your goal or even 80% and you don't achieve your goal, In the back of your mind, you're going to be like, maybe you're going to be a little bummed, but you're going to be like, yeah, well, I I didn't achieve it, but I also didn't try 100%. And because you know you didn't give it your all, you're going to put the blame of failure, quote unquote, onto the fact that you didn't give it your all. Because if you were to actually try 110% towards your goal, like you, there was not another thing you could have done. I legitimately gave it my all. That you would have to look yourself in the mirror and say, I tried and I wasn't good enough because that's how you think as a perfectionist. I tried, I wasn't good enough. Therefore, I'm not good enough. Therefore, I'm not worthy of love and acceptance, right? Versus the growth mindset would be like, I tried my hardest. It didn't work out, but I'm going to get back up and try again because now I have all this new knowledge or whatever, right? And so that's how we'll, we'll self-sabotage like that. And that's really all like, that's what perfectionism is. And you have to understand again, it's, it's a way we're protecting ourselves from feeling shame, but by protecting ourselves from feeling this feeling of shame, we're hurting ourselves in the long run because we're not actually going for what we're not, we want, we're not living up to our potential. Right. And so there's so many ways that we self-sabotage. That's just one of them. Right. And again, plenty more podcast episodes to come on all the different unique ways, unique and sneaky and creative ways that us perfectionists, uh, perfectionists hold ourselves back. Okay. But that's really what, you, what I want you guys to understand. And so it, what are some other like signs and symptoms just like off, you know, just to get your, you know, brain going with where this might be showing up in your life is, like I said, the withholding effort on goals. Another thing is you know, procrastination. You procrastinate procrastinate as a form of protection, right? Kind of if you don't start, you can't fail. Also similar where you can shift the blame. For example, I used to when I was in high school, like wake up at like, or even in college, five o'clock in the morning for something that was due at eight o'clock in the morning. I wasn't even doing it the night before. I was doing it the morning of. And here's what would happen. When I would wake up at five, I would do the paper in like two hours, two and a half hours, whatever, then had to go to class. If I did really well on that paper, I would say, look at me, I'm so smart, I barely slept, I didn't spend any time on it and I still got an A. Great, I'd feel extra good about myself, myself. But if I failed that paper, what would I do? I'd be like, well, of course I didn't do well on the paper. I had no sleep and I only worked on it for a few hours. I didn't put in enough effort. And so I'm shifting the blame again. You can see that, right? And so perfectionists create a no-lose situation. Again, in no way am I going to take the blame for not doing well because then I make that mean something about my worth, okay? Other signs and symptoms of procrastination, not procrastination, sorry, perfectionism is um, the all-or-nothing thinking, right? I remember literally in my head being like, well, if I don't go to the gym six days a week, there's literally no point, right? If you're not doing it perfectly, there's no point in doing it at all, right? Other things, um, you know, people pleasing, you have the need for external validation, you're afraid of failure, you're afraid of, you know, fear of judgment, right? You're so afraid of what people are gonna think of you based on what you do or if you fail, right? These are all signs of perfectionism. And it's also why we keep ourselves small, right? It's hard to go after your dreams when it may not work out or maybe your dreams are unconventional and you're so afraid of what people are going to say and think. If you go back to my first episode on how to motivate yourself, I was talking about this, right? Like when I wanted to go from being in corporate finance to becoming a mindset coach, I was like, what are people going to think of me? Like, this is such a weird job, like, (laughs) like all those things. And so that is, you know, another big piece of it. So when you're Looking to make these big changes in your life, perfectionism can really show up in so many ways, right? The fear of what people are going to think, whether or not it, just in general, then what happens if you fail and how you're making that mean about yourself, right? And so it, it's it's a big, big topic. And again, this episode isn't meant to be the end-all be-all, but it's really just to start scratching the surface and so you understand that a perfectionist is not a perfect person, but rather someone who is ashamed that they're not perfect. And as a result, you're getting in your own way. You're stuck. You can't take action on your goals. You might feel unmotivated, but you're unmotivated because you're trying to protect yourself because you're afraid of what's gonna happen if you try to start something and it doesn't work out the way you would want it to, right? And this is so, so big when you're trying to start those new things because you're the only one standing in your own way, but that's also empowering, right? Think about how empowering that is to know that you're the only one in your way. Because when you're the only one your way, you're in control. You're in control. You can choose to step out of your own way. And like I said, guys, when you step out of your own way, your entire life changed. And so for context, like I started posting online in September of 2020 right? That was my first TikTok, September of 2020, right? That's not too long ago from right now. I'm recording this in April. I didn't have any following. Like I said, I started from zero and I was like, if you scroll down, some of my early TikToks are cringe because they're going to be cringe. That's the other thing that will hold us back. Oh, we have to wait until it's perfect, but it's never going to be perfect. So then you wait and wait and wait until it's the right time. All these things, all these excuses we give ourselves and we hold ourselves back, right? But I got out of my own way and in four months, guys, I went full time in my business in January, but none of that would have happened if I had continued to stay on the sidelines, continued to let perfectionist, perfectionism, the perfectionist mindset get the better of me. My fear of failure, my fear of judgment, all of these things hold me back. And that is why this is so important, right? And so in terms of how to overcome perfectionism, I always say step one is truly understanding what it is. Because how can you overcome something if you don't know what it is? How can you overcome something you don't know what, you know, how can you fix a problem you don't, you can't identify? And so that's the first thing. And I'll definitely go into more podcast episodes, going into more depths on perfectionism, what it is, how it shows up, all of those things. That's step one, right? And so again, if you guys want to know more about perfectionism, there will be more podcast episodes. But like I said, those two books I mentioned in the earlier part of the podcast. So the first book would be Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. Second book, Mindset by Carol Dweck, are also really great ways to start informing yourself of perfectionism and the fixed mindset and the growth mindset and all these things that are going to be really important in your journey. And that I'm going to be referencing over time in this podcast. But again, remember, perfectionism, just a mindset. Like, if you guys are resonating with this and you're like, mm, yep, I can relate. I have similarities and we haven't even scratched the surface of all the signs and symptoms yet. That'll be in another episode. But I don't want you to feel bad that you struggle with perfectionism and that it's holding you back. Please, please don't feel bad. Please do not worry because number one, you're not alone. Okay. I my One of my TikToks about perfectionism kind of went viral and I got 30,000 followers from one TikTok about signs and symptoms that what you're struggling with might be perfectionism, right? Maybe you're here because you saw that TikTok. But I got 30,000 followers from just that one TikTok, which means you wanna know what? There are 30,000 people and actually 50,000 now and even more that feel the exact same way. So you are not alone. Don't feel bad about it at all, right? You're always doing the best you can with the information that you have at the time, right? And you can work to dismantle these beliefs, these limiting beliefs, this perfectionist mindset so that they're no longer holding you back. You can overcome it. And like I said, you don't have to, you know, completely overcome it to start seeing life changing results in a short period of time. Take this and run with it in an empowering way. Hey, I finally start am starting to understand why I'm operating the way I am. And I know I'm the only one in my way. And I know if I can just get on my way just a little bit, my entire life is going to change. That is so empowering because you're not sitting there saying, well, if this person did that, you're not dependent on anyone but yourself. And I swear, guys, when you guys, (laughs) when you start doing this work, you're going to see your entire life transform. Again, it's not always easy. It doesn't happen overnight, but it's so, so possible. So, that is the end of this week's episode. Let me know what you think, what questions you have about perfectionism. You can email me at the mindset podcast at gmail.com. You can DM me on Instagram at, at Victoria D'Ambrosio. As always, those links will be in the show notes. And if you are someone who identifies as a perfectionist, if you're someone who is looking to really achieve these big goals and aspirations that you have in your life, but you're tired of the perfectionist mindset, holding you back, you're sick and tired of getting in your own way. You want results. You want them now. And you want someone, you know, to help you guide you to get you there. And you're interested. I do have a few spots open for private coaching. So if you're interested in private coaching, feel free to send me an email or just DM me on Instagram. I can give you all the details. It's not a commitment. If you DM me, um, you know, you can just get the info and decide if it's for you. But if that's something you're interested in, definitely reach out let me know. Um, And yeah, with that, thanks again for listening, you guys. And I will talk to you in next week's episode. Bye.